Welcome to the Conscious Marketing Podcast, where marketers come to channel their inner superhero and unlock their superpowers. On today's episode, we get to the heart of the matter. We reveal the answer to the question, why should companies care about conscious marketing? And throws out the penalty flag in a game where taking the high road is the only way to go. Welcome to the Conscious Marketing Podcast. I am Todd, and this is Nicole. And today, of every day, we'll be talking about some interesting topics. We've been having some really good energy going on. Nicole is on fire with her (laughs) ideas and everything that she's about. Trust me, trust me, people. We're out here to make a difference because you are content just like we are content. And here at Content Marketing Podcast, we're here to raise the consciousness level. So I'm just going to dive right into it because I'm just so excited today. I'm just ready to go, and I'm just going to get started with some questions, some powerful questions, and I'm just going to let you just roll today, Nicole. It's all All about you. Speaking (laughs) of which, since it's all about you, you told me an interesting fact that I think we should share with the audience because I think that really defines what represents you. What is that interesting fact that you, you, you told me? Well, we were talking about where we grew up and that, you know, you live in Arizona and I actually um, lived in Arizona. I graduated from high school in Arizona and Yudi had said, you know, what are you Arizonians going to talk about today? (laughs) And then we talked about, you started doing this amazing Southern accent. And I was like, oh, well, I actually also grew up in Texas. I was born in Texas and it just so happens I was born on Texas Independence Day. Yeah. Yeah. Texas Independence Day. Just imagine that people. Texas Independence Day of all the times that someone could be born. Now I mean, you want to hear you want to hear something really funny is that Yudi yeah. was born on July fourth. <laughs> ah, I tell you, there's just so much positive energy. Just just the essence of being honored to be in your presence. There's so much great yeah. energy and so many happening facts. And, and what's even more interesting is that, you know, when we look at, you know, lifestyle and we look at the essence of a lifestyle, imagine this. Imagine how we live a certain life in, in what we call the world of the bubble, but we eventually revolve or evolve back to where our essence was beginning. And I yeah. think that's what, what we're trying to do now is just under, get people to understand, find their essence, find their center, find their their place of peace, their, their safe space, you know, don't just leave it at, you know, Facebook Live or Instagram or anything else. Make make the offline online as well as the online offline and make yeah. that connection because that's what it was really about to begin with. But before I babble anymore, I'll get into the questions because we could talk about this all day. <laughs> um, so one of the questions I wanted to ask you, Nicole, why should companies care about uh, conscious marketing? Well, I think it comes down to what kind of organization you truly want to be. And as, you know, we think about companies, many times we dehumanize them and and say that, you know, companies have cultures and those cultures are this culmination of many people. And I do believe that that's true, that there's this energetic force in a company that is created by the, the people who work within it. And that being said, there is also an individual level of, integrity and culture and 
and just like who we want to be. And so as much as I might be part of a large organization and that organization may have a specific culture that myself as an individual has this aligned purpose in life. And many times it looks much like being the light in an organization that maybe isn't as bright as you are at that moment. And I think we're in a time where there are a lot of bright lights in organizations and those bright lights given this, the proper uh, wayfinder, if you will, the person who will clear the way for them to let them shine in their greatness, will start to see that marketing is far greater and far more powerful than we've really acknowledged it as. We've turned marketing into this engine that is used to generate sales and leads and return on investment. And it certainly is an engine that does that very well. And in doing that and looking at doing things like automation and going online, we have separated ourselves a bit from the, the beautiful piece of marketing of where it began, where it was much more about storytelling and face-to-face -face interaction. And like you said, the um, it went from TV to offline events and, you know, we started moving to online and it was like, oh, wow, we have this like, we have this huge kumbaya circle of millions across the planet and even looking at Facebook in the billions of users now, all connected digitally. And yet we still, you know, get caught with our, we can't look up from our screens because now you know, it's almost become the latest addiction, right? And so mm -hmm. I feel like as marketers and as companies, we have a responsibility and an obligation to humanity to help people look up from their screens and learn how to look people in the face again and say hello and have a conversation and, <laughs> and do all of those things that really connect human beings to each other because we've gotten just a little bit lost in the technology of it and we have failed to really execute the power of it, which is to start and create relationships online that then transfer into the offline and actually have an impact on this planet overall. Yeah, no, that's very powerful. I, I totally agree with you because I've thought about that, you know, constantly. It's like even in like corporate events, that I've experienced, it just feels like it, it, things are so forced yeah. to have real relationships, real eye-to-eye, -eye, eye contact, real engaging relationships where it's so much easier to, you know, text someone or, or Facebook message someone and stuff like that. But I feel as though that's the, that's the predictive nature of, of people's habits and, and breaking those habits and having a breakthrough, I think, is super important. So yeah, I, how, I how does um, conscious marketing reflect on corporate culture, you think? Well, I, I think that marketing has always been designed to reflect a company's culture. You look at some of the top brands in the world and, you know, even, uh, you know, I would give you the example of Apple, which very much was a culture brand. It was designed specifically to create this hip, young vibe a technology company. It was very quintessential from a marketing perspective. And when we start to look at conscious marketing, this is really the shift from companies recognizing that that trying to reach consumers through advertising techniques that are interruption-based advertising 
it's becoming less tolerable. And quite frankly, the brands that are doing it are being viewed more negatively than I believe they ever have in the past. And one of the primary examples I, I would give you is that, you know, when I go to do a meditation video on YouTube and your company advertises in front of that meditation video, it just feels not very, um, it doesn't feel good, you know, like I don't look at that brand and be like, oh, thank you for that ad. I'm like, man, I have to sit here for five seconds before I can hit the skip button so I can start this meditation. Mm -hmm. So this interruption style marketing is not, it's not only becoming less tolerable, it's starting to create negative relationships with brands. And so we have to kind of stop and actually look at, you know, what do consumers want? And how can we as companies engage with them in a way that, that, generates an honest and authentic relationship where we're not trying to sell our products to people who they aren't designed for. We're not designing products that are designed to fail in a couple of years so that you have to buy another one, where we start to really look at our company, not just from a marketing perspective, but we look at it from a consciousness perspective across the board and then allow the marketing to reflect the truth about our organization. Because it's not about putting marketing out there that looks conscious and that isn't true. Conscious marketing is about really creating the highest of impeccability and integrity and honesty and authenticity in your marketing. <laughs> I mean, that, that hits home because I believe that it, there's just been this phase where essentially, you know, companies have kind of lost the sense of, like, say, self-auditing and really looking at it. I, I just believe that they, they kind of lowered the bar for, you know, really looking at their marketing practices, whereas marketing has now become more of uh, an item line on, on their, their menu of cost mm-hmm. instead of what is the actual impact. And, yeah. and, think, and thinking more about that, what do you think companies, what should companies do to audit their marketing practices? Well, I, th- I would say the first thing is to look for, um, how you measure your marketing practices, right? So you mentioned that, you know, some of these things that might be more conscious, many times they get filtered out and they get filtered out based on people making decisions based on how they think other people will feel about them. So we receive this campaign and we're like, ah, we don't think our audience will like that, but we, we fail to recognize many times that we are not that actual audience, you know? So (laughs) the first thing to do to audit your marketing practices is to actually put it in front of your target audience, do things like focus group and focus groups and in-person conversations with your target audience, spend the time actually getting to know the demographic in which you serve and also look into your marketing team for who matches that demographic. You know, I, I say all the time, you know, and this is certainly nothing personal, but you know, um, having men, you know, marketing products like personal hygiene products for women, um, it's just a little strange, right? Because you're never going to use a tampon. So, <laughs> I like, I just, I, I imagine that the instructions might be written a little differently if it were designed by a woman versus a man. So, you know, these little things that they sound funny, but in fact, we hire people who are not the target audience to run the marketing campaigns. And then because of that, there is this natural kind of dis, uh, like distance in the marketing, not because there's truly sure. distance between the audiences, but because there is distance between the desire to understand the audience that we are marketing to. So the best way to close that gap is to get to know your audience. 
Um, some other things that you can do are, uh, you know, by, beyond getting to know your audience is actually to look at your marketing practices for where you're measuring success. If you notice that you're cutting campaigns because the only thing you're measuring are the number of leads, return on investment, and profit margins, then it's a really good chance that the decisions that are being made they're being made because of the bottom line versus the actual true best intent and, and intention of what is best for your customers. And I would just say that we need to add another level of measurement that I believe that, you know, profit margin and the amount of sales, that is important because as companies, if we're not generating sales, then we are, it's hard to stay in business. I totally honor and value that. And at the same time, I would also start to do things like measure how, comp how people feel about our marketing, how they reflect on our brand, how they would describe our brand. And I would start doing, you know, and this is an old school tactic, but it's just coming back around again. I would start doing far more surveys about how our brand is perceived in the marketplace as true reflections of the messages that we're putting out and whether or not they truly align with our core values. I think sometimes, you know, we just get into these situations where marketing gets a little off base because of one or two people's personal opinions, and then it starts to affect the company's brands for years. So I would just start to gut check that stuff really quickly. Okay. All right. I know you have talked about like what's a red flag, yellow flag, or green flag. So kind of go into that. I guess you can break it down in each one. Like what does what would a red flag look like? What would a yellow flag look like? And what, what would a green flag look like? Yeah, so I just, I like to keep this stuff simple, right? So like, you know, green is go, yellow is slow down, and red is stop, right? So if we're looking at red flags, anything that's unethical has to be removed. Anything that is deceptive has to be removed. And deceptive includes things like flowery language that actually says nothing. If it's not clear and, and easy to understand what it is your marketing message is saying, it, it just, it not only adds no value, it's just not being, having an honest and authentic conversation with your consumer. So make your language crystal clear. Um, the red flags are really where we're getting into um, things like, you know, racism, sexism, where we're promoting, and in my opinion, even a red yeah. flag would be having things like hero villain victim stories inside of our marketing pieces. This the hero villain victim dynamic, I mean, just look around us. We created this story in movies and TV and now in marketing, and you look around our lives and who are our hero villains and victims? It's our friends, it's our families, and it's our coworkers. So we need to stop perpetuating these stories that, that cause us to look at other humans as if they're our enemies versus as being one with those people and, and understanding that we are humanity. So um, sure. I, would, sure. I would definitely look to remove some of that stuff as well from a red flag perspective. When we get into the yellow flags, this is where, you know, it's um, maybe less black and white, but there's just an area of question, you know. So a yellow flag might look like something where um, we've targeted an audience so specifically that we're actually alienating other audiences. So examples are when I see brands that are really heavily marketed to one culture or demographic and um, that culture or demographic is personified in a way that carries a lot of stereotypical language and dress and things like that. They're perpetuating ultimately these stereotypical myths about, you know, for example, what um, black communities look like, what Indian communities look like and things like that. 
I, I would I would really heavily audit those because as we start to move forward, this distinction and these stereotypes that we hold in our heads about what people look like, what people act like, what people wear, that are aligned based on these mental models versus what actually is represented in these cultures, I hope that we start holding people more accountable to that. And so personally, to get ahead of that curve, I would definitely start auditing all of that stuff out. And I would start really having more diverse campaigns of a variety of different types of people, a variety of different languages, a variety of different stories, so that you're more holistic in that approach of understanding that that we are humanity and these color lines and these gender lines and all of these lines that we've been placing that as marketers, we need, to, we need to be the ones that start breaking that message down. And then a green flag would look like something where we're really inspiring and encouraging the audience to step into their greatness, where our marketing becomes a vehicle for an inspirational and motivational message that helps our audience really go from where they are today to their, their true, pow most powerful position, which would be in the most alignment with their selves. So when we're doing marketing, that is encouraging people to step into themselves and to be true to who they are and to let their brightness shine and all of those things these are the things that I consider green flags because the more messaging we get out there that tells people and shows people reminds people that they are amazing human beings and that we have amazing power both individually as well as a collective the faster we're going to be able to have some real impact on this planet <laughs> you know impact is very key and you know I think really at the core of that being that we've been in the marketing industry is really the consciousness of, of marketers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a question I think anyone, anybody uh, like us would ask is, why should we care about conscious marketers? Why should marketers care about conscious marketers? Yeah, well, like I said, it kind of, you have the company level of why the company cares, but then we have individuals who are implementing these campaigns. And as a marketer, I think it comes down to what impact do you want to have? Like, why are you in this industry? Are you in this industry to execute a bunch of meaningless campaigns that generate a lot of money and harm the planet and, um, you know, ultimately are not helping this planet grow in whatever way that may be, either by focusing on materialism, consumerism, or that your company itself is doing damage to the planet and or the energy that is around us. Or do you want to be an evolutionary? Do you want to be one of these marketers who comes out and says, no, I have a I have a responsibility to use these channels for good because these channels permeate every single device, every single home, every single car that ultimately exists on this planet and for those who don't have access to you know the marketing it's almost more of a benefit for them right now than a hindrance because these messages have you look at what has happened in our society and what these messages have perpetuated just look at the violence levels the crime levels look at you know what's happened in politics what's happened in government what's happened in our education system and more importantly what's happened in our food system since marketing has really taken hold and materialism has taken hold we have really mm -hmm. done damage to humanity and I think it's our responsibility as marketers to individually step in and say you know what we do have a responsibility here and I personally am going to take on that mission and I'm going to speak up in my organization so even if it's a minor change one one step in the right direction is a big step for all of marketing but also for humanity as a whole <laughs> I, you know this is 
this is so so powerful but so 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 needed mm-hmm. and I, I think that a lot of times that people just kind of shy away from that consciousness and because it, it's easier to be unconscious <laughs> yeah. than it is to be, be conscious in life and I think it can actually start you know just from my opinion it starts in how they approach their day you yeah. know they approach their day you, you know, when you talked earlier about, you know, like feeling or being disconnected, I think what what markers do well oftentimes is, especially in a corporate culture, for sure, because I, I know I can talk about this. Um, it's very easy to disconnect yourself because you know you didn't create the culture. You mm-hmm. know, it was already there before you existed. So companies that have been in, in existence um, for decades, you know that you're just another person that's already complying with the existing culture that was already cultivated. Right. And I think the disconnect is you have ownership, you have management, and then you have marketing. And so everybody kind of stays in their little corner and uh, you know plays nice. Mm-hmm. And essentially, they stay disconnected. You know, which potentially amplifies the unconsciousness because unconsciously speaking the owner just he's about the bottom line unconsciously speaking the mark the management's about the budget and unconsciously uh speaking marketing is just about you know the task right so, and human um, and human resources is is just about recruiting right so yep. it's you know when you start to look at these and each of these individual silos and you see that each one has its own mission which may or may not actually align with what is in the best interest of the consumer and 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 that's a great area where you know getting teams together to have these conversations about like what would consciousness look like for our organization you know and what would how could we be more conscious as a management team and how can we be more conscious you know as a marketing team how can we be more conscious as a human resources team and how can we bring people together and create an environment that is 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 so empowered to create flow state for people that you know they can get 20 hours worth of work done in four hours and then why would we make them keep working if they've created everything why wouldn't we let them then have the rest of their day off you know these kind of simple changes that we start to put people into their flow states put people into environments where they can excel and and really open their greatness and then just let them create and give them the freedom to do it because there's just a lot of micromanaging going on on this stuff that really is is um, editing out a lot of the genius that's available in our field oh yeah totally totally we've been asking ourselves some big questions at the conscious marketing institute what if the world's greatest marketers came together with one mission to inspire humanity to embrace its full potential what if we gave them $50,000 to execute the most inspirational advertising campaign the planet has ever seen. What if we are the superheroes the world needs? The Conscious Marketing Mastermind is a prototype to find out. As conscious co-creators, we will create a campaign to inspire humanity to step into our full potential and execute it with a team of the best marketers on the planet. If you're the kind of superhero who wants to be a part of something big and you have $25,000 to invest in inspiring humanity, go to ConsciousMarketingInstitute.com 
and click on Mastermind to learn more. The final group for 2018 will be selected on December 31st, so get your application in soon. What if your voice was the key to assist you in your conscious awakening? It is. The Conscious Marketing Podcast is proud to be partnered with Clearly Conscious to bring you advanced sound healing technology. Here's how it works. Go to clearlyconscious.ca forward slash conscious marketing podcast to submit your voice sample for analysis. The Clearly Conscious team analyzes your voice and sends you your own personal soul tone designed to harmonize and balance your energy. Just play this tone anytime or anywhere to immediately feel balanced. And that's not all. Because sound healing works at the quantum level, it helps to open your heart to unlock your true center of consciousness. If you're into effortless and you're into conscious expansion, there's no time like the present to check out clearlyconscious.ca forward slash conscious marketing podcast. As a special bonus, you'll also receive a personalized reading from a Clearly Conscious coach for just $50 Canadian. That's a 33% discount for conscious marketers. You are the superhero the world is looking for. Get harmonized and let's go change the world. And speaking of which, your genius always has some awesome tips. So I'm wondering if you have three tips that you can share with the audience today that they can take away with themselves this week. Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, I did three uh, very different ones this time. So I focused on three tips to raise the consciousness of your marketing this week. And the first one, I mentioned it earlier, is to remove the hero, villain, and victim story. Like I said, you know, this is, this is a story that we tell because it creates emotion for the people on the other end. And so if you know that your marketing is literally, it, it's, it's, it's creating the feeling in people, it's creating emotion in people. And when you create things like fear and worry and competition, then what you're doing is that you're, those people are then walking into their lives with that energetic vibration in their bodies. So instead of doing hero, villain, and victim stories, replace it with inspirational stories of success and achievement that include unconditional love and support the whole way. The story that it's got to be really tough all the way up and then suddenly you're going to have this big breakthrough and then everything is, you know, uh, uh, happy ever after after that you know that is leading people into a life that quite frankly is it's not how life works so literally focus on on telling the story of unconditional love and acceptance and showing that the more you step into yourself the more you step into your greatness you will be accepted by the greatness of humanity Two, show people coming together and being themselves and creating tangible impact in their own communities really encourage people to be the change they wish to see and and, and really tell stories of the humans that are doing it. Start celebrating the heroes who have integrity and are authentic examples of what we want more of on this planet. These celebrities and people who are running around and doing things like, you know, focus on this materialistic engine of buy, buy, buy versus actually, you know, to consume consciously. The, we, we can actually end these stories by no longer hiring those kind of celebrities and looking to people, real people in real towns who 
who are doing amazing things and telling the local story. I feel like at this point in our evolution, that local story is the thing that's going to hit home the most. And the more we show that people, an individual can have a major change in their local community and possibly reverberate around the world, the more each individual in, on the planet believes that they can do it too. So let's create stories that helps humanity believe itself, believe in itself. The third one is to be a healer. So this is one thing that many people in, in the marketing industry don't know is that part of my journey to getting here of having this consciousness marketing um, conversation involved that I had a near-death experience and I had three minor strokes. And as a result of that, kind of superhero-y like, um, I now have these quantum healing abilities and I've done a lot of research on energy and meditation and really healing because I needed to heal my physical body. And what I realized is that we many times focus on the physical part of the body. We focus on the mental part of the body, but we're not necessarily focused on the energetic part of the body. And so as marketers, we can really upgrade our marketing by starting to, to focus on being a healer. And to do that, you focus on stories, music, and images that open and heal each of our chakras and balance our energy fields. The science is well-researched. You can certainly look this up if you want some research to document that this matters, but it absolutely matters on a quantum level. You can use music with binaural beats that help heal our souls. And I, um, I have in the notes here a, a chart that actually shows you each of the seven chakras and the um, and the frequencies that the healing tones that ultimately will heal, open, and activate each of those chakras. So I'm literally saying that by doing something as simple as switching the music in your marketing, you can actually start to heal humanity immediately. Wow. That, that's deep. Yes. That, that, that is deep. Um, I, I, I mean, essentially, I think everything that you're, you're saying is really speaking to a person's energy and, and how do they take their energy out into the world? I mean, obviously, you know, we, we have built a, a lifestyle, each individual, where we can control our environment to a large degree. But I, I think what people do uh, well too much is re remove the environment that they build when they go out into the world. And it, it takes that sense of energy in every aspect of where they go. It takes into their car, which is why they have road rage for no apparent reason. It yeah. takes it to, you know, events or their working culture. Right. I'm yeah. It I, takes it to, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, you think about all the things that create that, and I think it's that we haven't really tapped in to recognize and acknowledge and be conscious of our energy and understand that energy is what determines how we feel. It determines mm -hmm. how much we're able to get done during a day. It determines our productivity. It deter determines our inspiration level, our creativity level. It determines how healthy our bodies are. Literally, energy is at the center of everything. And I've been saying for a while that, you know, there's a lot that I'm finding that we don't know about energy. And the more that I start tapping into this and understanding and paying attention to how I feel, I get more access to, to really change the state of how I feel doing simple things. You know, it, it, it's going to look totally crazy, but in this quantum healing that I've suddenly have the ability to do, you know, you can simply, if your your mind is racing, you literally can close your mind, close your eyes, go into a meditation and just start removing the thoughts that you don't want, 
like they're thorns in your brain. And if something is, is hurting, you can literally just like hold your hand over it and imagine a white light of love and healing energy going through and it'll dissipate. Or you can use green or purple or blue. And once you start to tap into these things and you understand the combination of the power of things like color, the, ca the power of the things like your imagination and how it can be used to heal. And then again, the power of things like sound and sound healing and meditation. You know, I say, you know, marketers, you have to meditate. If you're not meditating, you are burning out. We are working extensive hours and we're, you know, spending our free time not replenishing. And so the the at a minimum, please meditate for at least 20 minutes a day uh, for yourself because it makes the biggest difference in how you feel and how it, it allows you to let your brain stop a little bit and clear that energy field. Well, you know that I'm a, I'm a big proponent of meditation. I can tell you that for mm -hmm. that. And yeah. I love that you said that, that marketers need to meditate because the, the, the thing is, is that, you, you know, when you don't meditate and, and you're, you, you, it's almost like sports. You know, I've always been able to metaphorically connect, you know, energy and sports because for whatever reason, it just, it makes sense mm -hmm. when you're kind of in, in that controlled bubble. So football specifically. Right. I think now that they're coming out with um, stuff about CT, it, it makes it even more, you know, consciously, you know, uh, available to understand is like when you're in a helmet and you're in a, and you have a mask, you know, you have a helmet on with a mask. So think about the concept of that. You're yeah. actually masking yourself and then trying to protect that mask. Mm -hmm. Then you put on what we would call body armor right. to pr protect yourself. Mm -hmm. But essentially, with the mask on and, and the helmet and the body armor, you're then told to run at somebody else at yeah. full speed, not knowing the result of what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, how many people unconsciously, if you told them to go out and get in their car, would go and, and, and tell them, go get in a car crash, would they actually really do it? Yeah. How many people, if you told me to go to their work or go to a bar or something like that, just punch somebody in the face, would they actually really do it? Yeah. And I think what I've always learned or, or understood about meditation is meditation is that bridge to kind of release and slow up that thought process, mm -hmm. which is why I think, you know, people are unconscious right now in their marketing because they're just running head on into whatever the task is. They're right. Not, it's, it, it's a, it's a to-do list, you know, like it, yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a to-do list and that's okay though. You know, like it, it's okay that we haven't been more conscious until now because look, it's all a learning and, and I'll say that, you know, in every industry there's an evolution and we just happen to be in the middle of a massive one inside of the marketing industry. And I would say that this evolution it extends across the entire planet and throughout every industry. But specifically, I would say from a marketing perspective, we have a unique opportunity. We have access to every home that has a TV. We have access to every, every individual who has a phone. We have access to every iPad, every Droid device. You know, we have access to be able to touch humanity. And I'm just offering that it would be really amazing if we use it to show humanity that we are all superheroes and we deserve to fly again. Well, you are the superheroes of superheroes. <laughs> so essentially, since you are the A number one superhero, 
and you are the Wonder Woman. You're the actual real Wonder Woman. There, Aww. there are people who call themselves Wonder Women, but you are the Wonder Woman. Oh, so, thank you. <laughs> tell the audience how they can get a hold of you, where they can reach you at before before we end this wonderful podcast. Awesome. Thank you. So you can go to ConsciousMarketingPodcast.com and download any of the episodes here. You can also catch me on Facebook, Facebook.com, and I think it's forward slash Nicole Kelly Rocks. Um, Nicole is spelled N-I-C-H-O-L-E. You can also go to NicoleKelly.com, and there you can find out everything that I'm working on well beyond uh, just what we're doing here from a conscious marketing perspective, but also what we're doing with Modern Monks Monastery, the community that we're in the process of um, purchasing so we can build a conscious community and ever all of the rest of the modern monks team i am one of many monks and there are many of us that are out here being the change that we wish to see i'm having the conversation in the marketing industry and we have a lot of friends that are having it in others as well so we hope you tune in and if i can be of service please let me know and people by the way conscious marketing is is not a movement or not just a movement it's a lifestyle yeah it, it is a choice that you have to make and the time has come to make that choice. Yes, we could all go back out there and we can, we can take on that, that big job or that big task or that big opportunity. But the biggest thing that we could take on is our conscious. Yeah, ourselves. Conscious marketing right. podcast. I promise you guys, the next time you see my set, it's going to be changed because because of this woman here, I have thought completely about it. Her energy it has absorbed inside of me, so I'm actually going to be redesigning my background, redesigning my look, because when you can look inside of yourself, you can see everything else around you. All right? This is Conscious Marketing Podcast, Todd and Nicole, and for today, we're out, but be at peace, people. Peace. Thank you for joining the Conscious Marketing Podcast. We hope you found your inner superhero and have what you need to raise the bar for consciousness in the industry. If you like what you heard, please take the time to leave us a rating and review. Tell us what really works for you and what would make the show even better. Every review helps another conscious marketer find their way here. Want to have next week's episode automatically queued up for your Monday commute? Remember to subscribe before you leave. We thank you for your support. Please go to ConsciousMarketingPodcast.com for show notes, links, and other awesome resources. It is our honor to serve you. Now, let's go change the world.